Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I'm Benedict, and I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And I'm Benedicta. Today is April 11th. This is episode number 176, and I'm feeling joyful. Woohoo! That's, that's a good feeling. It is. Um, I was saying just before we started the the actual recording here that, um, yeah, I think that was like two weeks before Easter. I had like, a, you know, a mini breakdown <laughs> where I was like, every just just crashed in at once. I'm like, nothing is going my way. Like, this is not happening. Um, and I and then I ended up going to my friend's cabin. I was just like, I need to just peace out. Um, and then now I feel like everything is going my way. Uh, except that I do have like four jobs right now. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a lot of jobs. Um, <laughs> what did you do? Why do you have four jobs now? Why do I have so many jobs? So I just accepted a developer relation position, relations position at Outsera, which is the all-in-one membership software. Ooh. I'm not sure what our tagline is right now. I need to, <laughs> I need to check that out. Think the that's, that's yeah, all-in-one membership software. That is big news, and somehow it doesn't feel like such big news. It feels like it, you know, like a culmination of how it just should be. It was meant it, to be. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It just, yeah, it kind of, it kind of feels like that. It feels like all my weird, like super weird side quests. I've done so many weird things. Like I had this like body appreciation a project where we used Tumblr at one point. I created like crazy thing out of wordpress i think we talked about that last time like i have these like audio guide project that was like wordpress back jekyll mm -hmm. site that rehydrated into an angular site or whatever like i've done so many of those kind of crazy side side quests or side projects or i don't know like and for a lot of positions, like that's not a good thing. Like if you want, like you know, a software developer who's like specialized, that that would not be me. <laughs> like I specialized at Gatsby, you know, the last years, but um, but then for this position, it's like perfect because the people using Outsera, it's a combination of very non-technical people using no-code tools such as Webflow um, or even Card, or you could put it on top of like a Notion. Um, like super so or like a feather you know feather who we had had on slow and steady at one point the founder from there yeah so you can put it like on top of these type of content sites um, but you can also integrate with code so you could you know use more like a jam stack types stack and then you'd use Outsetup for authentication and billing and then potentially help desk and email if you need that as well so kind of my like weird <laughs> hodgepodge background that I've been a little like sometimes I feel a little like what like who am I what do I actually do um it's like a perfect fit so yeah so it, it's just, like things are going my way this year or that's after, awesome or this yeah so, year, I mean I don't know I, I guess it was only a matter of time before you'd start a developer relations position at <laughs> I don't know why. Why would One you say that? Company or another. I mean, let's be honest. Like I, uh, I mean, by now it's almost a year ago. But I feel like we kind of interviewed you for a similarish position. Yeah, a year but that's ago. So focused. 
less developer focused, yeah. but I guess with the mm -hmm. same idea of like like being more present in communities and stuff like that. Yeah. And eventually we hired Katarina for that job, but um, yeah, sure. like it's it's been coming. Let's <laughs> let's face it. Like it's not. And also, this is this is weird. Um, not weird. But I think like 10 years ago, I think it was, we had like a, a university reunion. Or could it be 10 years? Like Lillian is eight. Was it before or after she was born? I'm not sure. Anyway, but like we had a reunion from with university, with my university class. And you had to write something about yourself without telling, like without saying your name. And then people were going to guess like, you know, who you are. And one of the things were like in five years or in 10 years, I can't remember. I, I was like, I'll be a developer advocate. <laughs> and now I am. <laughs> and and like, like, what was I doing with all these other things? <laughs> but also, I think, you know, ultimately, I think I'll be a better at this type of a job. And I also think I'll be better at like protecting what I want to do and who I want to kind of show up with as, as a developer relations developer advocate developer evangelist i don't know even know what to call myself um yeah because i have like i have i've done so many experience i know what i like and what i don't like what will make me burn out what will not make me burn out like it will be i feel like i will be better at this type of a job now than i would have been if i'd just gone straight for it at that point for sure. so yeah but yeah it's insane so now i have the outside job which is two days a week but kind of, it doesn't have to be two days. It can be like squeezed around. I got the bank job, which is two days a week, where I like really need to code something and deliver something before the summer because otherwise I will be embarrassed. And then we are doing a podcast for SEDA and also videos for SEDA, which is basically a two day a week job. <laughs> okay, you have one day left. <laughs> yeah, and then we are doing a road mapping project for Cloud and Aries Gatsby plugins. So yeah, that's nice. seven days a week. That's seven days uh, a week. I yeah, yeah like uh, you need a plan on how to like how to go on. I mean, this is fine for a couple of weeks, but yeah. this does not sound like a sustainable strategy. <laughs> nope. So the thing is, um, I have had, even though maybe on the show, like it seems like I had a lot of things going on last year, but I didn't really like. I did create quite a lot of noise on social media but i didn't really have any larger well we had cloud in there but we didn't have like a full-time income generating stressful projects so i feel like i can do like two months of a little bit of craziness if i take care of myself uh but that's about it and then it's summer and i usually take it pretty slow during summer. So I, I think I'll be fine, but I'll have to be mindful uh, of actually doing like my exercise and my yoga and going dancing and all those things mm -hmm. so that I don't end up in like another mini panic attack. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're joking, but it's, it's serious. I mean, uh, being spread too thin across too many projects is a problem. Um, and Absolutely. I mean, at least you're aware and like you're seeing it and you're being mindful about it, but um, yeah, be careful about not not getting sucked into more work on top of what you're already doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so also in April, I'm only, because I've already started without setup, but in April, I'm only doing one day a week. And I also think like if 
if these other projects aren't wrapping up as they're supposed to, I can do one day a week in um, May as well. So like, you know, I'm able to, to manage that a little bit. Um, so yeah, cause I did, so I did create this video for X for Seda and it's really good, but it took a lot of time and it didn't just take a lot of time. It just took so much out of me. This was why I was frazzled that two weeks before Easter or something. Cause like I was, I was procrastinating on it because I hadn't found the angle. Like, you know, like you're saying about the coding, like, like it's not like I was like trying to like make it, but like, I didn't want to make it because it wouldn't be a good one. Um, yeah. And then it finally gone. Yeah. And uh. then, but then it took a lot longer because it's more edited. It's faster. There's like more things happening on screen. It's not just like, look at me code for 16 minutes. It's, it's like, it's a edited four minute video instead uh remind and me I, again what was yeah. that video about i i'm sure so you told a, me in the past but i'm totally blanking on it right now yeah so it's a video about the three ways you can do search with seda so that would be partial mm. matching like a you know like you would regularly would do with a database and then it's uh their fuzzy search search option um because they take the postgres data base data and put it into Elasticsearch for you and then you can use Elasticsearch features um, without knowing that it's Elasticsearch. And then there's the third option which just came out which is semantic search which is really interesting where you use OpenAI embeddings which I've now learned is like a vector representation of knowledge and I can't even like I, I can't even visualize it but it's like it's a vector of the knowledge in the like knowledge space, which is just mind blowing. Anyway. <laughs> and then to be able to search with these vectors, you need something called vector search, which is a separate algorithm, which they now provide. Um, yeah, so it's an introduction to those three. And then we'll be following up maybe with uh, one on fuzzy search and one on semantic search that will be more in depth on how you do those two. Uh, but I wanted to do the partial match just to kind of lay up to those other two, you know, for the for the folks yeah. who haven't been around for 10, 15 years, where it's like <laughs> this, like this is what we used to have, and like this is what you get, and it's pretty cool. So yeah, um, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. So, um, but hopefully, I got a like when I and then I made another video for my own channel using kind of the same style, which was only like a minute. So my plan uh, is to kind of hone in a little bit on that style. So either do live streams, which are just like code with me for like, you know, so slow, <laughs> but you know, that style, which is where, when it's live and then the other style will be a much more edited type of video, um, both for Seda and then, you know, when I don't have four jobs for my own channel as well. <laughs> Makes sense. So yeah. what does the future look like for you? Um, with, with regards to like your future jobs and like your time, uh... I guess I'm a fractional developer advocate. You're a fractional hire. developer advocate for hire, okay? Yeah, or something like that. And so, like, like, let me rephrase that. <laughs> You've got four jobs right now. We just established a few minutes ago that you can't do them all. Yeah. How will you decide which one to drop? So I'm thinking that I'll do the project that I'm handed at the bank, like when it's uh, in production, I'll probably quit that engagement 
like get it to production and then quit that engagement. And then uh, with Cloudinary, you know, that's a project. So it's, it's, it's done by the summer. So I'm imagining after summer, it will be kind of that outset a job and then my own content creation. And then I'll have time for kind of one other either project-based or more kind of fractional position for DevRel type stuff. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you feel like you'll run into problems with your personality, like your online personality being tied to too many things? Yes. But that's always <laughs> been the problem. <laughs> oh, well, Kath, I guess that's kind of true. I wonder, <laughs> but I'm wondering. Like, but then also, what problem? like. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Will it be a problem for you, like, like your personal brand, as well as the brands you will be representing? I think it will be mostly problematic for my personal brand, where it's like I I do a lot of things. But I think for the since I am not both Outseta and Seda are not coming to me for my reach. I think, like I I don't I mean I don't have like fourteen thousand followers mm -hmm. on Twitter. You know, one of one of the competitors just hired another, um, hired the DevRel person who has like 14, 15, I don't know how many um, people in their following. And I think there what you're trying to hire is their following. Right. So right. then it would be super weird if that person then is like, you know, doing a lot of things. <laughs> um, but um, and also for Seda, like what we've done is that we've sold things for their platform. So it's on their platform. It's they kind of have that own that content, and then whatever I do with that content on my personal platforms is is a bonus. It's not what we've sold. Mm -hmm. um, but I do realize that I on my personal site right now I need disclaimers. Like I need to add disclaimers. <clears throat> I am I am also hired by. <laughs> yeah, but not even just that. Like I realize like when I write about because I have written about user list, you know there need at this point there needs to be a notice that we're like we are co-hosts and obviously i'm partial <laughs> to you and your <laughs> product um and then you know with outside yes i'm i'm working there and i will also be owning or earning an ownership stake in that company and then seda is a client and cloudner is a client um but no matter what i did like if i only kept to the gatsby project i would still have to add these disclaimers because you know I'd be making plugins for companies getting paid, not just out of my pure open source interests. And people need to know, you know, that you're getting paid. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's next on my website work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I yeah, mean, it's, overall, it's definitely, but like, I think people who follow me by now are like used to me being all over the place. And that's like part of the fun. <laughs> Uh, which will then not, I don't think will give me like a huge following, but it will, it will be more people who are interested in me and my family and like how we go about living our lives. And then, you know, and also just like, how do you do projects and side projects? I'm thinking kind of like Queen Ray will be more and more about like side projects and integrations between tools. And, and that's a lot what we've been doing since I've been focusing on Gatsby plugins, that's all integration. So I guess my personal brand is like integration and projects or like 
duct taping together side project or <laughs> what I'm saying these days, jamming together side project so that I nudge towards the Jamstack kind of community. But who knows? Um, yeah. And I don't think that side of me is going to go away. Like, <laughs> I'm never going to be, yeah. I'm never gonna be that one true. person, like that person with like one personality. It's just not happening. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. But for the people watching this, I am now wearing my slow and steady dress. And then I have my queen dress. And then I have my, or I got my queen crown. And then I got my like dress and then you know for the seda content i'm wearing the seda t-shirt and then i guess for outseda i'll be wearing my outseda t-shirt and i'll be getting outseda earrings made so just ah nice mm -hmm. how do you work with the headphones on though well for like you know for them it will be mostly edited videos i guess if i'm gonna make videos okay. so then you can see my <laughs> well maybe i'll do necklace then i don't know <laughs> I don't think people yeah, notice, funny. but I notice it's like a little bit to just like get me in the right frames, frame of mind. Yeah, it's just like I put guess. the hat, like the hat on, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe not set like, a hat. Well, maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not anyway, a hat that, <laughs> I'm not a hat person. Look at my hair. Like I'm not a. For the people listening, like I have very messy, long, curly hair, so hats are not kind of my thing. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But what's up with you? We talked a lot about me. But this was a big announcement. And it's not official until this podcast goes out. So for the people watching live, you're like, shh. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> right now, it looks doesn't look like anyone's watching. But anyways. Well, on Twitter, people um, are watching, you know. Right. And that doesn't show up in the comments. Well, whatever. Congratulations anyway. on the new job. And <laughs> I'm excited Thank to you. see how this plays out for you. Uh, keep us posted. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, good luck with everything. Um, so on my side, um, yeah, last week has been super weird and stressful. Um, we had a family emergencies, well, emergency, not well, a family situation that required most of my attention the, in the week before Easter. And that caused us for one to skip like the recording of this, but it also meant that I didn't get anything done last week. Um, but yeah, that's, that's over. Things have been dealt with. Um, well, that, that sounds kind of horrible, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing of the past, basically scrapping. It's a pretty good past. Um, and I gave, and I gave you a gold star for, uh, impromptu <laughs> and, and very well accomplished adulting. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks again for that. Um, anyways, that hectic week is over. Uh, we had a good Easter vacation break sort of type of thing. Um, and now I'm back to work and basically picking up the work that got neglected last week. Um, so it's still a little bit, still will take a few more days for me to be like back in productive mode, but um, yeah, getting there. Anyways, um, because we skipped last week, uh, because and there's not really anything to tell about last week, the week before that was pretty good though. Um, we finally rolled out the backend side of things for the new reporting implementation. And I'm happy to report that nothing broke and it's working and it's reasonably fast. Um, and we also figured out how to make it super fast. Um, we just haven't implemented yet, but, um, yeah, so overall 
it it's a success, I guess. Um, it's doing what we set out for it to do, and it's well within the performance constraints that we wanted it to to land within. So I'm super happy about this. We already started launching it to or rolling it out to a couple of uh, beta customers. And feedback has been mostly positive. Um, sure, a couple of people mentioned, hey, there's analytics for this missing, analytics for that missing. Uh, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, we know. <laughs> like, <laughs> This is like step one. Please uh, bear with us. You're not getting it all at the first. But, uh, <laughs> part of this or like the majority of this project was getting the the building blocks in place so we are able to roll out more things in the future and i guess that's that's what's going to happen uh, over the next couple of weeks i think i hope unless something else grabs our attention and we focus on something else for a while but anyways the big challenges engineering challenges are done and we know how to do more more things like this in the future so that that was the main goal of this project and i'm glad we managed to do this um yeah the other thing that's annoying me recently or like introducing some art uncertainty and well anxiety into my life is um there's a new law um and if you're um, a new law in the u.s and if you've been listening to other podcasts like this you might have heard about this but essentially it's related to section 174 and honestly, I haven't read it in detail so far, but um, my understanding of the situation is the following. Um, up until recently, um, any expenses on software development, um, like basically paying employees or contractors, were just expenses. So in your accounting, you yeah, like just deduct them from your revenue. And if something's left over, then that's your profit. And if nothing's left over, then that's your loss. And if you go to profit, then you're taxed based on the profit. And so far, so good. Uh, but what the changes um, basically resulted in is that for 2022, that's no longer the case with regards to software development. So all expenses re related to Officially, I think it's research and uh, development or something. Um, but every everything related to that has to be spread out over five years. So instead of doing that calculation once or like doing that uh, that profit calculation uh, within in the year that expenses occur, you're supposed to spread them out over five years. Um, if those are related to national so in the u.s expenses if those are like you're paying a contractor overseas anywhere else but the u.s it's even worse it's it needs to be spread out over 15 years and what i hadn't <laughs> caught that part because this yeah, will this will be the case with me at well i want well maybe they can just say that my work at outside is not as a developer but i will be doing yeah, some development yeah. as well right yeah and that's that that's where this stuff gets super crazy. Like, um, I mean, long story short, what does what this means essentially is that where software development companies or like software companies in general um, had a certain amount of profit or maybe no profit, 
this will be like a lot more now because all those expenses are not deducted from your profits anymore or from your revenue anymore, um, at least not immediately, but spread out. So it's a lot less expenses than what you're used to and therefore your profit is going to be higher and you're going to be paying more taxes. Which and sometimes that profit will not actually be there. Like the money won't be there because if you exactly. made if you That's made a million and you paid people yeah. a million in salaries, you have zero money in the bank. Exactly. But you then have a a profit of then I don't know, half a million or whatever. Yeah, like, no, I mean, like four fifths then if they're Americans, the people you've paid. You then have four four fifths of that is then suddenly profit because you're not allowed to deduct the full. Yeah, exactly. And suddenly suddenly you are supposed to pay. Like, the math in your bank account might not work, like, look like you made a profit but in accounting terms you made a profit and therefore you have to pay this taxes is, this is why accounting is always messed with my mind because those <laughs> things just like i can't wrap my head around them but i've learned and i i understand what you're saying and it's insane it, it is kind of insane um and so i mean long story short uh michelle hansen of geocodio started an initiative basically organizing small software uh, businesses into an alliance. It's ssballiance.org. And they drafted an open letter to um, people in the Congress, I guess. Um, That's where, like, my knowledge about, like, details of lawmaking in the U.S. (laughs) start to break down. (laughs) But anyways, there's an open letter that you can sign if you are a U.S. citizen that runs a small software businesses, uh, software business in the U.S., and I encourage you to do that, um, because this is honestly it's a mess. It puts a lot of small software companies in a really shitty situation, um, and and frankly, it also puts a lot of large businesses into a shitty situation. But they at least have enough money in the bank or something like that i mean i feel like these are one of these one of these things that is actually will be helpful for the larger organizations because it will kill off their competition in essence yes kind of so even though it's a little shitty but then like if you think about it a little bit bigger like this is good because it means it's going to be harder to survive as a small software shop yeah, uh, I mean, and then if you want to be like super uh, uh, cliched, and the large companies already know to how how to avoid taxes, like they will figure out a way. <laughs> but, oh yeah, uh, the small oh, yeah. companies like us, um, yeah, it can potentially kill a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. I did the math for user list, and we are kind of lucky that we didn't make enough. Like our expenses were so high that um, even if we do calculate the profits that way we're still not making a profit (laughs) (laughs) um but still i mean but so this is also a case for like where then vc the vc way of doing things will be beneficial because then you're not making a profit you're just running up losses and then you're taking that hit into the future while bootstrapped or self-funded or whatever you want to call it companies will be the ones that are more hit because the founder's time like if they then 
take, well, maybe with the founder, it would be different if they don't take a salary. I don't know how this works in the US. But if there's like another software developer, at least, or like they contract out some things, all of that will then be expenses spread out over five years yeah. or 15 yeah. years if it's overseas. And so I mean, it's, it's what, like, what essentially I feel like some to... VCs have been doing, they're like scared <laughs> of people not going the VC way. So they've been like lobbying. So for people who listen to this show for a while, I just wanted to note that they're now doing road work while we're, they haven't done road work <laughs> since the last time we recorded. Um, so I'll stop Sorry. interrupting you and just turn off my mic. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's not, not a lot to add, um, but essentially go to that website, ssballiance.org. Uh, let me double check that that's actually the thing. Yes, SSB Alliance, so Small Software Business Alliance. Um, and if you're like, if you're a U.S. citizen, please sign that letter. Uh, I think it's going to be sent in the next couple of days, but the more signatures, the better. Unfortunately, if you're a U.S. business, but not a U.S. citizen, you're not allowed to sign this. Um, so therefore the only thing I can do is just tell everyone about this because I'm not allowed to sign this myself. Um, even though it affects UserList as a company and affects uh, potentially affects us in the future. Um, but yeah, this needs to change or at least be softened a little bit. Or I don't know. Otherwise, it will be a huge problem. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think please, you, please can, rally around us. <laughs> if you can hear this over my craziness that's happening here now. And my mother just like walking in here. I'm like trying to, this is just, this is not, now there's two people blowing stuff. <laughs> and another machine. It's like, not too, like, at least on my side, it's not too bad. So it, okay. So I got my settings right then because this used to be a problem. Anyway, I think Michelle Hansen said that um, everybody was expecting it not to pass or something. Like it was supposed to like, yeah. a little footnote. It was supposed to be like not a part of this bill. And then it ended up being a part of the bill. So most of the text people or accountants in the US have kind of just skipped on reading up on it yeah. because it wasn't supposed to pass or which yeah. sounds a little weird but so it's like taking everyone's by surprise kind of after the fact yeah, and like when kinda. people are starting to file their taxes not like when it was happening it should probably shouldn't have been a law in the first place but i guess the assumption was that it's going to be rolled back uh, but mm -hmm. for for whatever reason, that didn't happen. And there's now a petition or like, uh, um, uh, what's the correct word? Like a new law was introduced uh, that's aiming at rolling this back, even retroactively. So it, it, it would still apply for 2022. Um, but now it's a matter of like moving that forward and getting that uh, voted on um, sometime this year as soon as possible. What we did for UserList, like we filed for an extension. Um, so we didn't uh, send in our tax returns uh, this month. Uh, we will be waiting until October with the hopes that it will be rolled back. Uh, but what I learned is this, like, this approach only kind of works for us because we, we wouldn't be making a profit in 2022 and therefore wouldn't be liable to pay any taxes. Because if you are, then... Um, filing for an extension does not remove your obligation to pay those taxes already. Um, mm -hmm. So um, if you made a profit in 2022, you are supposed to pay 
those taxes now, even though you don't, uh, you haven't um, sent in your returns yet. So, which makes this even even worse for for other companies. Yeah, um, and 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 when it comes to government and what I've learned with business or having companies is that you you pay those you pay them. And then you'll have to fight the government because if you don't yeah. pay, like they have all the power. So, yeah. you know, you need to find a way to pay and then do. The and I need to find a then, way to get it back <laughs> and then find a way to get it back. Or, you know, like in this case, if you get an extension, you have to pay what they assume that you've made in profit. And then when you do your statements or actually send it in after the, you know, at, for the extension. Yeah. Uh, that's when you get the money back. And that's what I've learned for like VAT and like all kinds of things. Like if, if there's something that is uncertain, you send it in and you like pay more than you should. And then you can send in a correction and you can get some money back. If you do it the other way around, that's, that's when they come auditing or like, do they haven't audited yes. me yet, but like, that's, that's when you start getting into, to problems. Um, yeah. And then this is not related to the U S thing, but then my other tip for people, uh, accounting wise, at least here in, in Norway, is that and then call them. Like if you're for some reason cannot pay, call them because that's that's when you can get. I actually got a payment extension on a VAT bill once because I called them, and I was like, "What? This money isn't coming until next month because in Norway you pay the VAT bef when you for the date you file or the date you invoice, not the date you're getting the mm -hmm. money." Yes. Uh, so you often don't have the money when the VAT bill yes. has to be paid, which is fine when you're like making money every month. Um, and I was like, what am I going to do? Like I could borrow money. Like it, you know, wasn't, wouldn't have been a long-term loan. And I was like, I'll call them. And I called and she was like, oh, we'll just, yeah, we'll just put it on next term, which is like three months down the road. And I was asking for like a two week extension, but she's like, oh, we'll just put it on the next term. And yeah. I was like, What? And if I had chatted with them or like emailed them, I don't think that would have happened. And if I hadn't had like a very clean record up to that date, I don't think it would have happened. But then calling them, they were like, fine, you'll get an extension. No problem. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to government, you know, pay your bills <laughs> and or call. Call and them call. and talk yeah, to a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, like, uh, I had a similar experience like this in Germany where they are surprisingly responsive to direct communication of some sort <laughs> like uh, surprisingly there are also humans on the other side <laughs> of this and uh you can talk to them about stuff it doesn't always feel like that when you file stuff or like uh fill out the forms but in the end it's a, there's well a lot of time there's a human involved that responds to reasoning <laughs> and they're often you know, respond to an older way of doing things than we are used to because yes. government and even like banking and, and stuff like haven't kind of caught up to, you know, the internet people's way, <laughs> preferred mode of communication, which is never sure. the phone. Um, and uh, so it helps to like meet them at their preferred communication style if you want something from them yes yeah true yeah well but anyway go sign it go sign it yes please sign and please support us and if you are for some reason not allowed to sign it uh similar to me then at least spread the word tell your friends and um have them sign it uh, if it applies to them um 
Because yeah, can this... you sign if you're just an American citizen who doesn't have a company? Like if you're just pissed? um, I, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Probably not because uh, it, it is supposed to be like small software businesses mm. mm-hmm. uh, specifically. Uh, because what Michelle said was like small software businesses are like puppies, like everyone loves them. Uh, mm. Whereas like large software businesses, it's more like I don't know hyenas or whatever that yeah. everyone hates yeah. that's true i mean if like Be- bezos suddenly signed it like people wouldn't be ass people would be like yeah well, whatever <laughs> you can take <laughs> your go somewhere else with them <laughs> um yeah so that doesn't work uh but yeah. um yeah so if you're a small software business in the u.s and the u.s citizen please sign and if not please share um yeah so yeah, that will be helpful. And then let's all keep our fingers crossed that there will be a solution to this. If not, we'll have to figure something out. But let's get to that when we get to it. So anyways, that's it saving that side. cash, people. <laughs> yes, well, that's a good plan. Yeah. Well, I guess that is. That's it. Yeah. Well, have a nice week and uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.